everyone had a great national holiday, aka watching the Super Bowl yesterday. More people are taking the day off today than any other day of the year, but not here on the Character Chronicles. We're back on our Monday, Thursday off-season schedule, which is different than we've had in the past. Again, going forward, Mondays and Thursdays, and any time a necessary gut reaction is necessary, I'll put one out. Here's my quick final thoughts on Zach Taylor. The great coaching job that he's done in my very, very biased and unobjective opinion. But I try to be unbiased and objective because you look at the Bengals. A couple years ago, they had the worst record in the entire NFL. Okay, when I played, their nickname was the Bungles. Not a compliment. So they've gone from that to three points away from a Super Bowl championship. All right, 31 years. You probably heard this before. 31 years it had been since they had won an NFL playoff game and since 1988 since they had played in a Super Bowl. So, Zach Taylor, a guy who was talked about being fired not that long ago by a lot of Bengals fans, did a great job. I mean, he really did. He did a phenomenal job. A lot of that is coaching. A lot of that is identifying talent because a lot of people are like, Adam, it was Joe Burrow. Well, he's clearly the most valuable player on that team. And he's clearly going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And he clearly had a big impact on this season, no doubt about that. But part of coaching is identifying talent. How many can't miss, and I've talked about this before, how many can't miss prospects have there been from going from high school to college, college to the NFL? And how many of those guys actually miss? Okay, it happens. All right. Identifying talent is a huge part of coaching. And some coaches are better at it than others. Here's the other thing. The Bengals are incredibly young, incredibly young. They will be back. There's no doubt about it. I will make one one fairly safe prediction. I do think that the Bengals are going to draft some offensive linemen. You know, maybe their next 42,000 picks in a row are all going to be offensive linemen. Or at least, if, if honestly, okay, I know there was a joke, but seriously, I my first, second, and third round picks, if I'm, if I'm Zach Taylor, would all be offensive linemen in this upcoming draft. Nine sacks they gave up to the Titans in a Super Bowl in the playoff game, and a Super Bowl record seven sacks they gave up to the Rams. But here's how this ties into Nebraska football. I interviewed Zach Taylor about six weeks ago now. Okay, I think they had one game left to play in their regular season before he hit the playoff run. And I said, Zach, what was the biggest key to you, you turning around a franchise that has struggled for so long? What was the biggest key to you turning it around and doing it so quickly? He gave me one thing, one answer, and he was very definitive. He said a core group of players. He said, you're always going to have players that come and go. That's just how some people work. But you got to find that core group of players that believe, that are willing to pay the price, that are willing to hold each other accountable, right? that are all in, and you build from there. So it got me thinking, who are Nebraska's core group of players? Who are they right now? Who could they potentially be? Who could become a core player for Coach Scott Frost to lean on and depend on and to help lead this team and to hold their teammates accountable and to lay everything they've got on the line each and every day? Now, what is a core player? First of all, my definition is a little bit different. I kind of just gave it. Now, some people might say, well, starters. No, to me, it's not just a starter. It's more than being a starter. It is busting your butt. And it's not just busting your butt because that's an expectation that I have. Everybody should bust their butt. All right, if, if you're a guy who's on scout team every day for four and a half years, you should be busting your butt. Okay, and I respect those guys sometimes as much or more than anybody else. To me, it's guys who are blood, sweat, and tears, leaving it out on the field. Guys who are holding each other accountable. Guys who do contribute on the field. You don't necessarily have to be a starter. You can be in the nickel package, a rotation in the two deep. I've, I've viewed guys in the two deep before as leaders or core players on teams I've been on. So most teams have anywhere from 10 to 15 core players because I'm a little bit more picky 
on who I consider a core player. If you're a bad team, you might have five. If you're a really good team, you might have 17, 18. I don't know. But let's talk about Nebraska's core group of players. So when I first sat down, I just wrote down just about any name I could think of. And I don't know if you can see that. There was 32 names. So we got to narrow that down just a smidge. So you're the core group of players. And I wasn't looking for a specific number. I wasn't looking, hey, let's go five offense, five D, let's get to 10. No, I just wrote down who I thought it was. Like, these are Nebraska's core group of players on defense right now, on offense, and total as a team. It just happened to come out. Five defense, five offense, 10 total, and then I got some names. Potential core groups of players that, or core players that could develop and earn jobs this offseason, because there's a lot of jobs that are up in the air, jobs that got to be earned, new guys on the team. Who's going to step up? Who's not? Defensively, all right, Garrett Nelson. This is a guy, I don't know how you don't love this guy. You watch him in the weight room. You talk to people about him. All right. The couple times I've interacted with him, he plays like his hair is on fire. He just needs to refine his technique, and he'll get better and better and better. Next up, Luke Reimer, a guy who led the team, had a career-high 108 tackles a season ago, third in the Big Ten, 22nd nationally. Next up is Nick Henrich, a guy who had 99 tackles a year ago, which was sixth, uh, I'm sorry, sixth in the Big Ten. You got a guy like Ty Robinson, a guy who has a lot of starting experience over the past two seasons. Really the only guy returning with much starting experience up front. He's got to lead that D-line, and he's got the physical ability and potential to be a big-time player, not only for Nebraska, but in the NFL in the future. Also, Quentin Newsom, a guy who started each and every game. <laughs> One of the few guys coming back who has starting experience in that secondary. He's got to lead that secondary. Started all 12 games last year. You go to offense, and this is where it gets a little bit more funky. All right, a quarterback, I mean... We, we got Logan Smothers, Heinrich Harbour, Casey Thompson, Chubba Purdy, Richard Torres, Matt Masker. There are walk-ons in that room, too, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go with the guy who's never taken a snap for Nebraska football, whether it be in a game or in a practice yet, and that's Casey Thompson. Why? Because he's the odds-on favorite right now. He's got more experience than anyone else, and he is. He is showing leadership qualities right now, taking offense, the offensive line out to dinner. Man, NIL must be nice. But he's showing those qualities. He's the odds-on favorite. We'll see who actually is the starting quarterback. Because whoever it is, whether they like it or not, and usually they, they do embrace the role, you're going to be seen as a leader and a core player. All right, starting running back. Again, I'm not going to list every running back in that freaking running back room, but you got Jock Ejiant, Ramir Johnson, Gabe Irvin, Marquis Step, Anthony Grant. And it's like, who do I go with? Again, I like all these guys. I mean, Jacquez has the size and speed. Ramir has the speed. Gabe has started in the past. Marquis was highly recruited out of USC, transferred to Nebraska. Got lots of potential. And I'm going to go with Anthony Grant because of what I've seen on film. And I've talked about what I've seen on film from him in the past. Again, another guy who's never taken a snap for Nebraska yet, but that's who I'm going to lead towards right now until we learn more down the road. Look at the wide receivers. I mentioned this in the past. Think about these three starting wide receivers. You want to talk about size, speed, athleticism, talent, ability, potential. Guys who aren't proven yet. All right, Omar Manning, Trey Palmer, Xavier Betts. Now, Omar just needs to prove he can get on the field and start and play consistently and know what to do mentally. All right, Trey, uber-talented. But he hasn't quite reached his ceiling yet either, and he's an older guy as well. So I'm going to go with the younger guy. Okay, not that those other guys can't step up. And I, by God, I hope they do. But I'm going to go with Xavier Betts, the guy who's an underclassman. He just needs to get on the field more. He needs to get more touches. And obviously, he needs to earn that right. But I'm going to go with Xavier Betts as you know, probably the core player at this moment in time right now in that wide receiver room. Tight ends, you got Travis Vokalek, probably the, the, the favorite at this moment in time. But you also got Thomas Fedoni, an insanely talented Kid out of the state of Nebraska. One of those guys has to step up. On the O-line, I could only really think of one name, and it was Nadine Newilly. 
Uh, he's the only guy who played with any sort of consistency for more than one or two games a year ago. So that's 10 guys, five on O, five on D. Here's some other guys to look at because it would be phenomenally phenomenal if we could get two, three, four, maybe five more guys, get up to 15 core players that are leading this 100-plus uh, player roster for Scott Frost. Punter, transfer from Montana, Brian Buscini. Yeah, I said a punter. I know. But seriously, on the offensive line, some of these guys got to step up. Teddy Prohaska played great versus Northwestern. He's coming back from that injury. Unfortunately, he can't do spring ball. All he's got to do is get healthy and show he can be consistent like he played in that Northwestern game. It's that easy, guys. You know, just do that. But if he can do that, he can be a core player. Transfers, Kevin Williams, Hunter Anthony, guys who have started at their previous colleges. we got to find a pass rusher up front on defense. For the love of all that's holy, can we please get after the quarterback? All right. I'm going to talk about the guy who was the second leading sack master on the team a year ago. And this name's probably going to surprise some people because he about transferred in the offseason. Literally took his name out of the transfer portal to come back to Nebraska. All right. And that is Fildarius Payne. And here's why. He does have the most explosive first step of anybody on that, uh, up front, on the Nebraska front seven. Okay. And he's a senior. He is a guy who had two sacks in the first half of the first game against Illinois a year ago. And I'm, I'm like, finally, here we go. We got a guy who's finally going to start getting after the quarterback. And Phil Darius, I've always thought he could be that guy. And then he got a half a sack the rest of the year. And it's pretty bad when the second second leading sack master on Nebraska's defense had two and a half sacks on the year. So we got to get more sacks as a team. And even if Phil Darius just came in a nickel, because he could do that. Hey, Barry Turner, when I was a senior, he came in in nickel situations. And he ended up being a freshman All-American that year because he got after the quarterback. All right. Caleb Tanner. That's another guy. Uber talented, highly recruited, passed up SEC schools on signing day to grab the Nebraska hat, shocked everybody. I've been rooting for this guy since he got here. He's, it's time. I'm not calling these guys out in a negative way. I'm saying their names because I see potential, and I'm specifically, I'm rooting for everybody, but I'm specifically seeing something in these guys at this moment in time right now that I am rooting for, and it's time for T- Caleb Tanner to step up. The rest of that D-line, a lot of guys are gone. Damian Daniels went to the NFL. Ben Stilley ran out of eligibility, as it happens to folks sometimes. Nash Hutmaker, Casey Rogers, they got to step up. Okay, in that secondary, again, a lot of guys are gone. All right, Miles Farmer, Marcus Buford, can they step up? Can, they, can one of them be a core player? I'm not talking about all these guys being core players. That'd be great. But can some of these guys step up? Maybe five of the guys that I'm talking about at this point. Isaac Gifford is another player on that defense who, when JoJo Doman went down the last two games, played a ton in that JoJo Doman hybrid role. All right, I'm going to bring up three names again that I brought up earlier just based off of freaking talent alone. All right, and that is Omar Manning, Thomas Fedoni, and Jacques Hegean. They are too talented not to contribute more. And Thomas is, you know, he's a younger guy and he's coming off an injury. Jacques is is younger too, but he, he saw time last year. Okay, special teams, I don't know if you heard, we weren't very good at special teams last year. Breaking news. Um, Trey Palmer, punt return, kick return for touchdowns in the past. We need core players on special teams because I don't know if you know, it's a third of the game too. Might cost you a game here here and there. Ask the Huskers or the 49ers. All right, Anthony Grant, the Juco running back, has also returned kicks successfully and been very good at it in the past. And, uh, you know, if we could find someone who can maybe, you know, make, make extra points, maybe a field goal here and there, transfer kicker Timmy Bleakroad is another guy to keep your eye on. Let me know, folks. Let me know if there's somebody I left out. Let me know if I overrated somebody. Let me know if you disagree. Let me know your thoughts. Smash that like button for this video. Leave a comment below. It always helps the show. Go Big Red. And always remember.